Welcome one and all for a holiday treat to the Pop Culture Roundtable, a podcast so neat with Andrew and Lauren and Patrick here too with a tag on the box that says from us to you. This episode gives you a top 20 list, but with one minute each, it will be but the gist. So close your eyes tight and make sure not to peek because it's time for our holiday trio to speak. We like to kick every episode off by going around the table, which is where we talk about something new, fun, and noteworthy about our weeks. Lauren, Mm -hmm. Merry Christmas. Thank you, too. So I have uh, basically just been getting ready for Christmas this week, actually. Uh, I've been buying presents. Uh, I got to my mom's house. I've been hanging out with my family. Um, We played indoor mini golf last night, which was super fun. (laughs) Like, we made our own course in the house with just ourselves. It was super fun, like out of furniture and everything. <laughs> um, what, what did you use as your putters? Putters. Oh, okay. So not just yourselves. What did you use as the hole? <laughs> we ha- my mom got this uh, thing from Christmas that's like little holes that you like can play with in your house. So it's basically you can set it up like this. And it was super fun. <laughs> and I know you I wanted want you me to, to make a dirty joke and I'm not going to say, I want you to know, <laughs> I want you to know that my Christmas gift to you, Lauren, is the restraint that I'm holding right now. <laughs> I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, But what we usually do when we hang out here is uh, drink some wine and watch movies. So I've caught up on quite a few. Uh, I finally saw Tenet. And uh, I'm pretty glad I did not go to the theaters to see this movie. I thought it was kind of disappointing, to be honest. Um, It's not bad. It's just like, I'm being honest. Like, that's just my opinion. I thought it was a a weird movie. Um, A beautiful movie, but very weird. (laughs) Like, Did you not enjoy... um talking about it with people after the fact, like trying to kind of walk yeah. through what was what? I mean, yes, but like we were mostly like, so this doesn't work, right? Like this doesn't totally make sense if this is this and that's that. So I don't know. It just wasn't something that totally worked for me, I would say. Um, it's not a bad movie though, and I'm glad that I saw it. So like, especially just- I would to- encourage a second watch, but also as a fun- Yeah, so I did actually watch Tenant twice- Subtitles helped immensely on the second round because some of that stuff is really hard to hear between like people talking in accents and masks and other things. It was not easy to hear what was saying and there's a lot that you need to understand. So second watching certainly helped, but I still didn't feel like it kind of corrected it enough for me. It was a little too weird. <laughs> yeah, I you know, I fun fact, by the way, the guy that plays Sator, uh, Sator in the film, Kenneth uh, Branagh, uh, mm-hmm. Or Branoff, however you say his last name, mm-hmm. he actually did deliver all of his lines backwards when they were filming, and oh. then they played him in reverse. Well, when he's obviously in the different timeline, yeah, and yeah, then of yeah. Of course, they played him in reverse, and then you see him right way forward. It's pretty wild. So that's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool behind the scenes. You know, I don't. I, yes. I've told multiple people I don't actually think it's necessarily an enjoyable film to watch as much as the whole experience of crafting a film like this is so fascinating to me that I I love it for that piece. I love the exercise of it. So I I agree that there's like a lot of good things like technically about this movie. It's it's really fascinating and a lot of the fights like look really cool, but I do feel like they (laughs) worked backwards around a concept of the, the, the inversion thing and just tried to make up a story that worked with this. And I don't think that the story makes a ton of sense as cool as the idea is. You know, well, it's a very similar. So I think of the film like a film like her, 
or certainly a film like in, well it's clear to connect it to something like inception but mm-hmm. I, I i like the idea of taking a a what if you know what if yeah. there was this possibility and then working through what are the most obvious effects of that and then what's the like just below the surface of that and then what's mm-hmm. the you know unless you're taking the time to sketch it out what's the thing you wouldn't expect to be a knock-on effect of it and i like movies that just keep prodding deeper and i think that's well, what it that's what this film did every film like every scene is just a layer deeper and a layer deeper into a concept now whether it actually connects into a story that makes you feel empathy or fulfillment or yeah. whether it does that or not is something different but I, it's to me it's just the idea of taking a unique concept and just how far can we push it and what are the knock-on effects of pushing it that far that's kind of what i was going to say like that's that's what John Favreau did with the uh, the Mandalorian, right? He said, mm-hmm. "I'm gonna take this concept of making something Star Wars, but that's actually good." That's obviously that's obviously tongue in cheek. Wait, wait, wait. That's that's tongue in cheek for me because I obviously do. I'm not one of those people who thinks that all of the other movies were trash. That was just a no, play no. on what we've been reading in some of the Mandalorian. We films. know what you think. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> what, what I was gonna say though is like. Maybe the comparison is like, I think that they take all the kind of normal things, but Star Wars eyes them. And so they're putting them into that world and kind of thinking through all the iterations of it. It's like, yeah, you have a planet with these squid guys, but what's their dock look like? And what does their money look like now? And like, it kind of like goes into all those little minutiae. Do you think they would use quid? They use flan, actually. (laughs) (laughs) They do have a name for it. Oh, that's great! Yeah. It's uh, it's that that Spanish uh, custard custard treat. <laughs> they just serve yeah, that. Yes, <laughs> you'd be so rich. <laughs> it doesn't sound nearly as crazy as a, as a loony or toony. So that's true. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I saw Tenant. It's like one of those things I was really curious about, like wanting to see it. So after it got released this week on home video, got a chance to see it, and I'm glad that I did see it. It's just an interesting movie. <laughs> Um, another movie that I checked out that I remember actually Andrew talked about this a long time ago is um, Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, mm-hmm, that movie is mm-hmm. just amazing. And mm-hmm. I don't have any reason that like I waited to watch it. It's just like this was the time that I watched it. And like I was just sobbing at the end of the movie. Like it really was very touching to me. I cannot recommend this movie more. I know that you did like a deeper dive on it. So like, I don't feel like I need to like explain too much about it, but that is a really, really good movie. I will try and find the link for your review. If a lot of people are off work the week between Christmas and New Year's, like a lot of people are, Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a good afternoon or evening. It's a watch. good like family movie. Is is kind of like how we landed on it. It was like, what would everybody like to watch? And like it, everybody who did watch it with us. A we family really movie liked. who's not necessarily well, not children. Have, like, I'm sorry, kids. but like right. yeah, yeah. Like, sorry, adult <laughs> well, adult children family. Well, yeah, sorry. Like my family. Like we're all grown up. So like when we were all together, we have to pick a movie that we're all gonna enjoy. You know, so it's sometimes challenging. But I think this. It is rated PG thirteen. You know, that's a, we don't have to dive into it now. That's a film that I found the ending completely unsatisfying, but I love the film. Oh, I'll talk yeah. to you about this afterwards because, like, I thought the ending was really good. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it for me. Uh, I, I'm ready for Christmas, I guess. Like, ready for the year to be over. <laughs> um, okay. Andrew, why don't you go next? Okay, a uh, few things. Uh, lots of transition happening over here in the sale life. Life and Times of Andrew Sale. But um, 
a couple things that that popped up, some highlights that ha- that happened this week. Uh, one is uh, the so I, this the continued saga, or maybe even like the close, the closed chapter, closing the book on. Uh, if you've listened to the show for a, a, an extended period of time, you know uh, the story about RX Seven and the first and only artist I think I've ever gone on record on on our platform as. Um, just putting him on blast and and really calling him out when I felt like I he he did he did me wrong. Um, I don't have to rehash that whole story. However, since that point, I have told you that he has given me half of my money back. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of the end of last week, I now have all of my investment dollars back. He has sent me okay. all of my money. Finally, after what I, I went and calculated is over three and a half years of Oof. this this project or this this uh, this predicament, whatever you want to call it. Um, so finally have all of my money back uh, and uh, we can we can move on from that. the the score has been settled um, and uh, so we can just say good good job, buddy. Just uh, in fairness, <laughs> it would have been a, a better investment to have put that in the bank. Sure, I get zero interest on that. Yeah. Um, Even if you're drawing like half a percent, that's uh, still you know better what? than what you're I don't, don't want to say I got zero interest on that. When I when I threw shade, there was a ton of interest uh, that people <laughs> that people gave to that uh, to that story. So, mm-hmm. um, so there's that. Uh, another thing is uh, just a uh, a super fun, awesome thing that I that I saw this week. Um, Mariana sent me a, a photo from she lives in in uh i believe los angeles county but maybe it's she just lives in, in southern california but the la times um had a full page article a full page ad that looked like an article that looked like a sports page that mm-hmm. was all about ted lasso and his team <laughs> and there was like a call out from from the owner and there was like a blurbs from several of the characters but they were uh, they were it was treated as as like a sports article where they were interviewing the the the, I love the, that. the players not talking about the show and at the bottom it was all for the like for for the consideration of the academy you know whatever mm-hmm. for the for the people who vote but it looked like a pay, I put a link to it in Notion if you want to see it there's mm-hmm. a link to it um and uh, it was absolutely phenomenal so so cool if you want to see it there's a link to it in show notes uh, if you're if you live in the area um it's it's in this past week's uh, LA Times but uh yeah so she showed me that and I was I was absolutely thrilled because I love Ted Lasso you know that mm-hmm. um I think everyone at this point knows that uh, but it's really cool, like a super smart idea for an ad. Um, when yeah. it, like their creative team is, um, they're just knocking it out of the park. That's that's fantastic. I'm I'm excited. I'm always uh, a fan of like when you can kind of incorporate that kind of thing, like as something that would have come from the show. Like I love that. Yeah. Uh, final thing uh, for my week this week is uh, they just released or just you know a couple days ago. If you Google search. Um, and you have the Google app on your phone, if you Google search Grogu or Baby Yoda, you can now click on uh, this, this option that allows you to, on your phone, view Grogu in augmented reality, in your own space. Um, and he's animated, he makes sounds and all these other things. So you can put him into your own 
world. You can set him on your desk. You can put him under your Christmas tree. You can set him next to your dog. You can do whatever you want to do. Grogu (laughs) is now there. So there's a link to it in the show notes. Again, you have to have the Google app. And then you just click on view it in AR or view it in 3D. And uh, and it shows you, yep, it shows you <laughs> Grogu um, wherever you want to put him. So uh, a okay. fun a fun time just at the end of uh, season two, just when you thought you're not going to see Baby Yoda again for a while, you can now put him wherever you want uh, for the whole rest of the year. And of want, course, so. this is a ploy for Google to scrape more of your personal information. So they're using a very <laughs> cute uh, child, the child. Uh, in order to have access to your microphone and camera and the contacts on your phone and things like that. But as long as you're cool with giving up everything personally identifying about you in order to see uh, a baby Yoda on your desk, you should totally do this. <laughs> I did, and I did, I did forget to, to mention, to download the, uh, the, the Grogu extension, you do have to put in your, uh, you have to put in your social security number. Yeah, so, or send oh, yeah, obviously. a vial of blood. It's, uh, <laughs> it's to be expected these days, though, right? You know, um... Anyway, uh, that's been my week. Patrick? I am supremely disappointed you have not continued your Christmas voice through this episode. Uh, and <laughs> I, it, it felt like an unspoken promise, and you haven't done it. It felt fine. like an unspoken promise. But I, An unspoken promise will be the name of my autobiography. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. Um, I, I do have a story I, w- I would like to, uh, to share, and, and I really it feels a bit like 2020 in summation. So I, like uh, most people, uh, struggle with back problems from time to time. You know, that's just that's just what happens. You get older, things fall apart, your back's first. And uh lately had a had a couple uh had a couple things. So I've been pretty slow on the sit down and the stand up. You know, there's like this little in between area when you're going from, you know, uh butt down to uh to fully suspended where uh y- y- you know you can kind of collapse under under the stress the and the uh, pain. So, um, would you yeah. say butt down to fully su- to fully suspended is the name of your autobiography? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, the other thing, like most people, I do like to sometimes use the bathroom in the middle of the night. I would say that's the other thing that happens. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just realized Uh-oh. the story you're telling. <laughs> Sorry, I'm that was a real time realization of what's happening right now. I know this. You are so slow. So uh, the other night, decided to go to the bathroom. Very excited about it. Headed in there uh, about three forty-five in the morning, and uh, went to uh, go ahead and take a seat. And uh, because you know when it's late, it's dark. I just decide, it doesn't matter what you're in there to do, just take a seat. It's safer. <laughs> and uh, went to sit down, had one of those moments of like, yeah, I'm out of energy. Just, we're just going to go ahead and go the rest of the way. And uh, I uh, too aggressively uh, rammed into the toilet on the tank. Uh, it it cracked it in, in half. Uh, the water oh proceeded God. to immediately start spilling out of the tank. So like... <laughs> There was a popping, a ceramic popping noise, followed by water flow that was not from me. Oh my god! I I started yelling for Mackenzie. Uh, I'm gonna real quick. Uh, I'm gonna mimic how she woke up. She woke up doing this. Ah! Um, <laughs> thought that someone was breaking. She into was the doing house. her best Chewbacca impression <laughs> yeah. as she woke up. She was breaking into the house. She runs in there. So naturally, uh, and I was trying to shake off the sleep, but um, the first thing, you know, toilets have a shutoff valve. Bottom, bottom left, bottom right, whatever. There should be a valve on the wall. You turn that. Not ours. Our our builder decided. 
I, I guess code didn't need that or, or they didn't follow it. Not sure what happened. We don't have a toilet shutoff valve. Oh, no. So if you don't know this about a toilet, in the back there's a float. As water fills up the tank, the float goes up and it seals off the, the, the whatever that lets in water. So what I had to do is take a coat hanger and wrap, like, <laughs> hook it to the float, pull it up, and then wrap it around the knob on the cabinet above the toilet that's to pretty keep good. it suspended so that way. But what I didn't think to do was flush the toilet so it would drain the rest of the tank and instead just let there and let set there and let the entire tank just empty out on the floor. Uh, <laughs> took a few towels, got it all cleaned up, went back to bed. Um, oh, my gosh. Hmm. That would have totally woken me up. I would never be able to go back to sleep after that. Like- no, I went straight back to sleep. Straight back to sleep. Um, thankfully, plumber came the next day, $450. It wasn't even... I couldn't even poop after that. Like, I, by that point... <laughs> Like the moment was gone, yeah. So it was just four hundred fifty, <laughs> just four hundred fifty dollars for nothing. But that's uh, that's my big excitement. He hasn't he hasn't pooped since. <laughs> Scared to. <laughs> oh, you I better mean, believe. I, I don't I'm taking you. my time. Like every time I go to sit down the toilet now, it is very gingerly. I yeah, feel like I'm trying to dock a space thinking. shuttle. <laughs> like before, before it was like riding a BMX bike or something, or like uh, like. I was like doing jumps. I was like sliding in. I just had a, no care in the world. Is it possible that because you were so uh, just careless uh, leading up to this point that you have weakened the toilet over time? Like, it was like, <laughs> it was like, like a, a hairline crack and you. Uh, yeah, it like was already it, yeah. on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> it was like throwing a skee ball. And I was just, get, I was getting hundreds <laughs> constantly or like fifties constantly. Now. I'm like I'm too afraid of hitting that zero. So now it's like landing a space shuttle, break out a joystick. I have I installed a backup like a camera. I have like little indicators, and I just finesse. Well, just with a I, I can tell you that no one wants that footage. I can just finesse it. I guarantee somebody wants that footage. <laughs> if I can this find enough of those somebody's, I can get. A, I can pay my mortgage. But, <laughs> Anyway, that's that's it. That's so. Th- that's a this good story. Week was uh, this week was twenty twenty yeah. all over again, and uh, I think we got what one more of those to go. By the way, everybody, Merry Christmas! Um, yeah, Happy Christmas! Crappy Christmas! <laughs> yep, almost was. <laughs> almost was. All right, that's it for me, Andrew. Go ahead and uh, oh, can we? Do we? Do we? Have we explained what we're about to do? I yeah, mean, I did. I did it in rhyme. You did it in rhyme, but is that good enough? <laughs> well, I think we do it at the next section. We we do. Yeah. We'll, All right, mm-hmm. take us to the break, and then let's let's do it. Up next, we're talking our top twenty in twenty twenty in twenty minutes. So that kind of was the explanation. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. It's okay, perfect. well, go ahead and go ahead and explain it again. All right, so we're going to uh, instead of our categories, we decided to mesh all of our time together to do a top twenty list from twenty twenty. But the catch is, we only have twenty minutes. So Patrick is setting a timer for each. We can only talk about each thing for one minute, and once that minute is up, we have to switch to the next it's, and item it, on the list. Here's the thing. It's mm-hmm. a rolling timer. Yes. So I'm watching it up yeah. here. Yes. Once we start, like, if, if you have 10 seconds of, like, fiddling to get to the next topic, it's gone. Yes. This timer is rocking and rolling, so we don't need to, we don't need to like, back up on the interstate right here. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, we're going we're gonna to start in about, what, six seconds? Let's start. Yeah, we're going to start in down. five. Already get the first one in three, two... One, number 20. Number 20. Lauren? So glad that the election is over. It is great to like no longer have election anxiety. 
That's true. You know, we try to keep politics out of the podcast, not because we don't want to take a stand. We're all very ready to do that. But it's because uh, we just want it to be a reprieve from being inundated with from, it yeah, constantly. Yeah, your day-to-day situation. Absolutely. And that's why I'm so glad that it's over with now. I mean, I know like there's still things to pay attention to, but the bulk of it, the most stress, we've passed that It does point. feel like the weight has been lifted. Yeah, I, I'm... Big time. Regardless of who you were voting for, I think it's it's important to say that we that that all of the shenanigans, it's everyone is okay to move on from them. Sure. <laughs> Regardless of, e- of exactly who took the who took the trophy. Is it considered a trophy? The crown? No, it's not a crown. No. Who took the win? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is. Um yeah. Yeah. So I think we have we used our whole minute yet? Yep. We're done. Next topic, nineteen. Nineteen is uh the pandemic board game we we thought how how fitting was it for this year that uh that pandemic got it's a bit of a resurgence um there are some other things Mm -hmm. uh some other topics on the topic of media and consumable items that are perfect for 2020 what are those other ones well contagion is the one everybody's talking about but outbreak is another big one Mm -hmm. um you know here's a the Walking Weird Dead. story. I don't have the name in front of Just me, <laughs> but there was a film supposed to premiere at a film festival in March that was about a family that there was something happening. They had to be isolated, lived and like lived together, and and all the flights got canceled and USPS backed up and everything. It was supposed to premiere in March, and that film festival got shut down because of covid crazy story i don't have the name in front of me but just weird how there's yeah. all these p- was it the lodge no but no. it's it's uh it was a more okay. independent film it's weird how all these things feel like okay uh like not predicted but fit so well oh that's a minute 18 all right okay uh emma Patrick. i'll take this one yeah so emma this is the last mm-hmm. movie i got to properly watch in theaters we saw this back i want to say end of february we actually got to see it as an mm-hmm. early preview, Alamo did uh, a... Uh, was that our victory? Re- I, it our was our victory, victory reward. We yeah. got to see an early release of Emma, so we went and saw Emma. Went, for being top brass. For being top brass. Ended up going back and seeing it again. Fantastic film, but I had no idea that was going to be the last time I would sit in a theater under normal circumstances. Yeah. So uh, Emma mm-hmm. was a fantastic film, uh, and if you haven't seen it, you should go see it. And again, it is also one of those films you could watch with family. Andrew, did you enjoy it? I absolutely loved uh, Emma. I almost said Wilma. Emma, and the music was fantastic. <laughs> the writing was fantastic. The, it was beautifully shot, too, just how they did it. It was almost Wes Anderson-y, but not quite. Um, but what I will say is, if you loved uh, The Queen's Gambit, it is it is uh, the led Time by... 17. Okay, take it. Uh, the next thing we have on our list is toilet paper and how much we now appreciate it and we'll never take it for granted again. <laughs> you might want to wrap up your Queen's Gambit. I mean, oh yeah, it's the same. Uh, it's the same actress. That's what you're. And say. that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, toilet paper is great. <laughs> I know somebody who literally right now, if you went into their garage, they have toilet paper floor to ceiling like several rows deep they're like i they had one day where they ran out and they're like never again well you know they're so afraid they've never run out they've never been close to running out they're so afraid of running out that i'm just so i'm so is everyone collectively okay with that because i feel mad no because there's people who couldn't get it i I, and that to me feels like 
you are your hoarding nature is literally making it impossible for other people to get it it's and that's bringing out the worst in people absolutely it is oh yeah okay. next one uh i'll take this next one uh no you take this next one patrick 16 social media face mask <laughs> not social media <laughs> social distancing and face masks wow there it goes 12 seconds social distancing and face masks here's the thing i'm a big dude okay uh six foot seven Got a size like 15 or 16 shoe, depending on what brand I'm buying it from. I cannot just go pick up something off a shelf. However, most face masks will fit this, uh, what do you call it? Like a snap? Face? Nozzle? Yeah. <laughs> nozzle? <laughs> a snozzle. A snozzle. This apparatus a snozzle. on top of my neck. <laughs> so I appreciate that. But I also like that we've added this new piece of like unique creative flair that's small it's inexpensive but we can say something about ourselves i hope face masks are, are around for a while pierced and i hope that <laughs> they continue to be more creative and more unique uh, also when it's cold keep your nose warm that's true except if it you have nice. glasses this winter is going to suck because it's going to be so foggy next okay topic. next uh number 15 tips your treat was a very fun episode. It was our most fun mm -hmm. uh, record uh, in 2020, and it was also Absolutely. the hardest to edit. And uh, it also holds the record for the most forgotten about by the people who actually recorded it. Because <laughs> I can tell you that the whole second half of that two-hour episode, when I was listening to it, it was like I was hearing it for the very first time, And even though several of them were words I was saying. Right, Lauren? Yeah, I felt the exact same way about the second half of that podcast. It was tough. What's interesting? <laughs> a lot of surprises, even for us. Yeah. Andrew had no idea how he ended the show, and yet he sounded the most sober in the last 60 seconds of that episode than he sounded the rest of the episode. That's true. Hey, when going, you need to pull back, it together. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm a professional, if, if nothing else. That's what they say. <laughs> I hated editing it. Okay, next <laughs> item. Uh, the next item, Lauren, Patrick, why don't you, to you take that uh, one. or Patrick, why don't you take it? Oh, that makes sense. I, you know what? <laughs> Adventures in design. I have to. I have to. We, we, normally, we would see these people, right? Normally, we'd get to see podcast friends uh, during the year. And and uh, Mark Bricky uh, over at AID is one of our favorite friends. We love spending time with him. Um, partly because the interests we share, partly because of what we do, but mostly because he's just a super rad dude. That's that's enough of a reason. Well, thank you um, to Mark for this shout out in one of his most in one of his recent episodes. He actually gave a shout out to Pat on, de on designer Disney Disneyland for designers. Disneyland for designers. He didn't call me by my full name, Patrick. He called me Pat. That's fine. But he did relate a story about uh, an experience that we had. It happens right at the one hour mark. So if you want to hear it, jump there. It's only about thirty seconds long. Or maybe a minute long, yeah. but it was very... I, it just made me feel nice. And it, it was, was a great memory. It was. And, and it was good to hear that they think back fondly on that stuff the same way that we do. So. All right. 13, Andrew. Yeah, it's awesome. 13 is me. And I'm going to say uh, our friend that, that I've been following for a long time, had him on the show this year, Danny Haas. Um, he's an artist who mm -hmm. this year has really kind of stepped it up uh, a couple of notches. His work has become a lot more, um, he's become a lot more prolific. Not to say that he was nobody before this year. We love Danny. We've, we've been a fan of Danny, but his work is definitely getting out there a lot more. All of the stuff he did for Star Wars yeah. Celebration this year. Um, he did this, this print of Ahsoka that was kind of all these different versions of Ahsoka and it sold out like right away. 
like freaky fast mm-hmm. selling out. So um, uh, we think that uh, Danny Haas is somebody to be looking out for, somebody to be watching because he's doing some seriously good work. And if you haven't listened to that episode yeah. of the art department, uh, there will be a link to it in the show notes. But he is a super fun guy. And honestly, he feels kind of like if Tim Anderson is my brother, he's like this guy is like my old, like my younger brother. That's you know what, what he named his kid? What? <laughs> oh, time. All right. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next topic is the rebirth of all the fun hobbies we've discovered now that we have a little more fun in quarantine uh, like whether or not you picked up puzzles or working out or reading books or all these things that I feel like I've kind of put away for a while uh, I feel like I get to enjoy a little bit more now I've done a lot of like baking and things that have just been like really good for you know taking some me time yeah some fun time we're living our best life now right I mean, no, it's garbage and miserable. I, I would, I would argue that's life. <laughs> But the fact is that instead of it just being very, um, you know, we do the normal things we do, this is forcing people to consider yeah. other ways of finding enjoyment, fulfillment, passing time, etc. And I think there's a lot of hobbies that are going to stick coming out of this that maybe you or I mm-hmm. or someone else wouldn't have experimented with had we not had the amount of downtime that we have. so Or even just a return to things that we used to do, right? Like I, I started drawing again yes. for the first time in a long time, which will lead us into number 11, yeah. uh, community drawing. Mm-hmm. That's been something that that at least I and Lauren have picked back up on uh, in this year. Yeah, it has really been a really, it. really uh, big highlight of the year, whether it's been through art challenges that I've participated in, art challenges that I've helped curate with mm-hmm. Land and World with Mariana, or... Um, or just having like group draw nights where we've done like essentially just video chatting while we all drew together and just had stayed up until one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, just drawing together yeah. and having a good time. Like it, community drawing has been a big saving grace in 2020. What about you, Lauren? Oh yeah, definitely. I think like just getting time to kind of like connect with other artists is really nice because like since college like since I moved away from Milwaukee like years ago I don't have as many of my like art school friends and I miss that so it's just awesome to like be reconnected with like an artist community again and have friends to draw with and compare with and take notes with and all of the above absolutely you know in th- the, number 10 and thinking through this list I was thinking about what might be top items we wouldn't have considered in other years and one of those has to be a uh, desk cleanliness like cleanest people uh, uh, you know, another one's going to have to be uh, most photogenic since now we see everybody on webcam constantly. And that's a big skill to actually look nice on a webcam. But the one that stuck out to me was like best cam setup, although this kind of goes into the most photogenic as well. And I just want to, <laughs> I need to award that. I need to award that to Mr. Doc Reed. I don't know what he goes by. I am Rita Kiss. He goes or, by Dr. Reed. Doctor. Oh yeah. Uh, I think he <laughs> does have a, a, a doctorate. Um, he has his like photography camera hooked up. So he's like shooting out this like crazy, beautiful 4K. It looks like looking at a painting. It just looks like looking at a, mm-hmm. a, a painting of Van but Gogh. But not like an impressionist painting. No, and it, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. look like something Van Gogh would have painted. He literally looks like Vincent Van Gogh just with all of his ears. Yeah, absolutely. All right, next item. With all of his with ears. With all of his ears. <laughs> Uh, so the, this next one, Lauren, I th- we'll just tag team on this one. Why don't you go for it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think one of another fun thing kind of in the community drawing vein is, uh, getting to be part of some bigger art shows was really cool. Both Andrew and I, and a lot of our, uh, M of one friends, uh, were in the, uh, hero complex gallery sketch card show, um, and the pinvitational show. And this hasn't really come up yet because like they haven't made announcements, but a lot of us made it into gallery 1988 as well. So it just feels like, you know, this very cool, um, 
like level up, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> like it just feels really cool to get to take part in all that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, I will say like uh, tagging onto the the community stuff like my therapist doesn't have time for all my shenanigans. So the art has been a good outlet for that. And so being involved Absolutely. in these things with all these other talented people um, has been a boost for sure. And, and being able to do it with several members of our active podcast community has made it even more fun. So, so the Eurovision film came out this yeah, year, moving to number eight. And uh, I actually really did enjoy that film, but the, the bigger mm-hmm. thing from that is that there was a band that was supposed to perform at Eurovision this year, and they had a video go viral, which is their video for the song Think About Things. This band is called, uh, I believe it's pronounced Dodi Freyer, but it looks like Daddy Fryer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good luck trying yeah. to find it. <laughs> it's pretty much how you pronounce it. I think it's it. Dodi Freyer. <laughs> um, and uh, it's yeah. this fantastic song. It's super catchy. The video is... A, it's the best song of the year. <laughs> the video is a lot of fun. And it is such a bummer that they didn't get a performance at Eurovision. However, I do think they're locking the lineup and repeating it for 2021. So I think everyone that qualified oh, in cool. 2020 also is going to get to participate in 2021. And I think it's happening at the same venue, the same everything. So thankfully, we will finally get to see them, you know, have not just moment in the spotlight from a viral sense, but also actually on the big stage in front of the big crowd. Super exciting next. Uh, definitely have to shout out Animal Crossing this year as one of the number one things to save your sanity during the pandemic. It eats up a ton of your time. It's super adorable. You get to pretend you're on a beautiful island with lots of friends for the most part. And like, that's another great way to have connected with people during the pandemic is getting to play Animal Crossing with all of them and, you know, all of the community that built up around that. I I loved Animal Crossing. I would also say it's the number one way to be frustrated when you wake up on a Monday morning and realize you didn't sell your turnips and they are now just all bad, just a bunch of bad turnips. I'm so glad I didn't get sucked into this. But man, people went crazy for this game. Oh, it's... it. It's still like sold out everywhere. Like you can't get this game like unless you download it. Like it's still like the number one game it, of the year. It's probably. pretty fantastic. I know like cyberpunk people are super into cyberpunk, but this I, I would much rather play. It's yeah. just different. Super into hating it. All right. Number six, Andrew. Number six. This is probably if I had to p- choose my own thing, this would probably be my number one thing from 2020 because it is walking away uh, with a smile every single time. And that is. Ted Lasso. We yeah. know that Ted Lasso is just the feel-good thing that everybody needed this year. Um, and and mm-hmm. and I, I can't say enough about Ted Lasso. It's almost like if I started to say it, I wouldn't have enough time. So instead, I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> but I do agree. Like, just, how, <laughs> just go watch Ted Lasso. How perfect timing to have a show with that type of outlook and that type of positivity and that that just lightness to it in an election year (laughs) 2020 and a like there was no better escape than those a couple dozen minutes watching an episode yeah 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 i and it yeah i even put this with animal crossing because it's just like these are things that just make you feel good this year that we we needed needed ted all right number five uh big tech releases this year we saw uh, of course a new iphone uh, we but uh, the I think the bigger thing than than any oh well we saw obviously some new headphones that we've been talking about lately and we haven't yes. got a chance to talk about on the show yet the biggest I would say release would be the the two new consoles the the new PS5 and the new Xbox uh, because this is what we haven't seen these consoles in seven years since we got our last update again what a great time to release them when everybody's not just stuck at home now but going to be stuck at home for another six months or another year. 
Um, and these consoles uh, uh, appear so far to be pretty fantastic. That said, I, there's a lot of frustration around the release. There's plenty of articles and, and videos to, to read and watch concerning that. But that'll certainly get sorted out in the next couple of months. Once Christmas passes, uh, you'll be able to get your hands on one. And it's something that, you know, for the next, the better part of the next decade, you're going to be able to uh, work with and use. So very exciting and, and great to have those now. Number four. I'll take number four. Sure, have at it. Uh, so this is really the best toy of 2017 that has made a re-entry. It's the best toy for 2020, and it mm-hmm. is 100% soft's dumpster fire toy uh, we, we call it the toy of the year even mm-hmm. though it came out three years ago because it is 100 indicative of this year and everybody is 100 mm-hmm. stealing it <laughs> so uh there's it's, it's <laughs> all the, over the place like, it's probably the most pe- like it's all over the place it's yeah so it's insane. so blatantly plagiarized that it's almost silly and i don't mean just a dumpster on fire no but i mean like people doing like the little it smiley face exactly and the like eyes theirs. and like a kawaii cute styled uh illustration of a dumpster on fire 100 is has been stolen but good for them for nailing that when they did yeah that way to keep way to be ahead yeah. of the curve for sure that's that's for sure the case all right so we've heard about our favorite uh game tv show tech toy uh why don't lauren you take number three which is going to be our, yeah. our favorite streaming uh, uh whatever well i am not throwing away my shot and we have to talk about Hamilton because that was probably the streaming event of the year. Yeah. Like I think everybody watched it. Everybody knows the songs now. Everyone has had a kitchen dance party to one of these well, I mean, I songs. Know. Like it's just <laughs> I mean, you, year's not over, Patrick. His, his dance parties uh, <laughs> but, exclusively happened in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> in the toilet. But Hamilton has been one of the best things that of uh, movies that came out this year I think like even if you do not like um musicals like it's a just a cool film like this is so different from a lot of things and it's like really cool to be able to see it and like have Broadway brought into your home especially this year when like Broadway was literally shut down yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah it's been great Andrew why don't you go and take number two which right. is probably going to be our best bit of pop I'll culture. probably jump in with you yeah so it'll be both of us and so this is going to yeah. be the Mandalorian and the the renaissance of star wars a rebirth uh yeah. and a regeneration for a new generation i mean we've talked about the mandalorian over and over again we've already made reference to it several times mm-hmm. in this episode but what john favreau and dave filoni and the just slew of super talented directors that they have brought to this series has legitimately turned around an entire fan uh yeah. entire fan group right wouldn't you say lauren yeah yeah, I think it's like totally changed the like perception people had of Star Wars where they were tired of it and not really caring about it after the last uh the oh my god, the Rise films. of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. And just like yeah, like now it's like just feels so refreshed and so new and there's like all these exciting things that we have on the slate to look forward to. And I also like have to note that the last season of Clone Wars did come out this season and like that's just also amazing Star Wars TV that and like is the just number rocked. I'm yes. sorry, we have to respect the time, Lauren. And the number one item on our list the number one item on our list, I actually wanted to highlight our favorite fan of the year, which I know is gonna be controversial. And we might lose some people because of this, and I recognize that. But this is our favorite fan of 2020, and surprisingly, it's actually a tie. Okay, so there's a couple of you. 
but it's all of our patrons and fans that have subscribed, rated, and reviewed the show. You are the best fans. If you don't fall in that category, we don't need you. <laughs> Is that what you would say, Andrew? <laughs> That's not what I would say, but it's maybe how I would say it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Lauren, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening and being awesome. We love all of you, and it's been a great year. It has been, uh, absolutely. But genuinely, everybody that listens to the show, we love you. And then a special shout out to those who subscribe, rate, review, support on Patreon. And that's time on our Guys, 20 that minutes. was 20 minutes, and we covered 20 things. That was the most rapid fire. And also, yeah, arguably, the most good. engaged Patrick's ever been in the show. <laughs> <laughs> had no choice. You knew what was happening. So you were very... Uh, so we need to He's just make it. you the clock watcher always. Um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. 2020... It had its ups and downs, and we still have a week of it. There's still one week left, so who knows? What could possibly happen <laughs> who, who in the next knows? seven days? Who knows what's I'm in knocking store. on wood right now. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I will say that there was some good that came out of this year. We had a fun time. Uh, lots of stuff. If you didn't listen to some of these episodes or some of the things that we talked about, we've covered all of this stuff in the show over the years, so go back and listen to some episodes. You've got some time off, likely, uh, over these next few days. Um, Spend some time, maybe don't listen with the kids, because not all the episodes are are family-friendly, but, um, you know, you can listen with Lauren's family, because they're all adults and they drink wine while they do stuff. Yeah, um, that's true. But... That being said, we hope everybody does have a wonderful Merry Christmas, and uh, we will see you uh, next week when uh, we will be ushering in the new year, right? I mean, that's in in 2021. um, I saw this thing the other day that said uh, 2020, we're going into next year, and all we know now is 2020 is just going to be turning 21, and now it's able to drink. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, gosh. Uh, we'll see what happens in 2021. But I think we're gonna call this episode done for now. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. Andrew. I'm Lauren. I'm Patrick. Peace out. Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, that's not a ho ho ho. Oh, 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 ho ho ho. You need to leave that whole thing in. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, whoop, whoop, whoop.